Hey, Odyssey team. This is your language arts class podcast. This is one way that you can access learning when you're not able to be with us in class. Your assignments will still be on Google Classroom, and you can always contact me on Remind or by email. But this is where you can find audio summaries of lessons and skills you might want to keep up with your learning. It's nothing fancy, and I'll only update it sporadically, but I'm hopeful it makes it easier to navigate your learning on days when you can't be at school. Hey, Odyssey team. Today is our first day of real school closures, and I'm hopeful you're continuing to read through Holes. Remember, none of this is required, but Holes is a really good book, and I hope you read it anyway. Today's journal entry is about friendship. The question I'd like you to answer in a complete paragraph is, what things make someone a good friend? Explain. Remember, you're going to restate the question, then answer it, and give examples to support your answer. So again, that journal entry is, what things make someone a good friend? Explain. Now on to the lesson. If you've not read chapter nine, this is a great time to pause and go get reading. If you forgot your book but have access to the internet, YouTube has some great videos of people reading Holes chapter by chapter. Just search for Holes chapter nine. If we were in class, we'd be partner reading the chapter today. So if you can get the chapter started, you'll do just fine in today's lesson. All right. If you're still with me, that means you've at least started chapter nine. This chapter has some interesting moments that help readers identify one of the story's themes, identity and family, and the way the author plays with words and meanings. So let's tackle that words and meanings thing first. In chapter nine, you may have noticed two really good examples of the author playing around with words and their meanings. First of all, there's the rec room. That room that the campers are supposed to relax in is supposed to be a R-E-C, rec room, as in recreation. But everything in the room is broken. So some campers change the sign to say rec, W-R-E-C-K, rec room. When you spell the word that sounds like rec as W-R-E-C-K, it means broken or broken down. And in this case, the graffitied sign is way more accurate than the sign that originally was up because the recreation going on that room is pretty minimal because everything in the room is broken. It's a nice pun or play on words, but it's also a really good way for the author to give us a hint that maybe the adults at Camp Green Lake are less than honest about that camp, and they're certainly less truthful about what's going on there than the kids are. It was an adult that called that room the rec room, but a kid who changed the sign to the more honest name. This is the state of the room is also another hint we have that this really isn't a camp about rehabilitation and that the campers needs are not really that important to the people running the camp, including that mysterious warden. I guess I'd file this under the same mental category of distrust the camp staff as I would warnings about the warden and about the name of the camp, which we've already discussed is completely opposite what the camp's actually like. The second bit of wordplay is when Stanley gets given the nickname Caveman, based entirely on his size. When you think of the stereotypical caveman, you think of somebody big, perhaps not very bright, probably, you know, very primitive and dirty. But Stanley is one of the best educated kids at camp. And he's the newest, so by default, he's the cleanest. And so it contradicts the idea that he would be a caveman. And so if you look at how he got the name, though, it makes a little more sense. In this case, the kids at the camp are lying, which contradicts what we said before and tells us that 
morality at the camp is a little complicated. In this case, there's a big guy who's trying to pick a fight with Stanley. And so two of his tentmates call him Caveman, which makes Stanley seem tougher than he is, which stops the fight before it starts. So as we read this, we sort of figure out that lying for your tentmates is part of what's considered okay at camp, which is a little different than in the regular world. As you read through this story in the next few chapters, look for more examples of words and names that don't quite say what they mean, and for ways that the campers have to define their own ideas of right and wrong. Now, let's get to the themes. One theme we see unfolding is the idea of the campers' identities within their own families. In this chapter, Stanley tells Squid that he has to write home because his mom's going to worry about him if he doesn't. And Squid scowls at him. And we start to understand that Stanley's family situation is pretty unique at the camp. He has parents who are going to worry about him if he doesn't keep in touch. And he's willing to talk about that worry. If you think about your classmates, I would say most of them have parents who, if they were out at camp, would want to hear from them, would want to know that they're okay. So this is an example of how the lives of the campers is a little different from what we see as our normal life. And their roles in their families may also be different. Some may not even have families. Keep an eye out for other campers' comments about their families or their situations outside of camp in order to follow this theme of identity and family through the story. Okay, Odyssey team learners, that's it for Monday. More than anything else, I just want you to read and to think about your reading. Continue to maintain your double-entry journal in order to kind of keep up those thinking skills. Please remember, you or your parents are welcome to contact me at any time on Google Classroom via email or by calling my phone number at school if they have any questions or if there's anything I can do to help you with learning materials for language arts during the school closure. You all take care. I'll see, and I will talk to you again tomorrow.